0: Hello and welcome to our Consumer Guide for Normal People, hosted by One Roof Financial. My name is Lucy Moore and I'm a Mortgage and Protection Advisor. Hello everyone, today on the podcast we are going to be discussing home insurance, otherwise known as Buildings and Contents, cover... (laughs) And I've got Caroline and Simon with me, partners of One Roof Financial. And we're going to kick things off today with a quiz. So they don't know what I've got written down here. And the game basically is I'm going to read out um, some things that are covered on either buildings and contents, and they've got to say which is which. So um, these are some of the misconceptions about buildings and contents cover. And if you ever need to claim on these, then you will know which side of it it falls
1: Yeah. So just is this something where when someone is online and they're looking for house insurance and they say, oh, you know, which, how much buildings covered you need, and how much contents covered you need? It, it makes the brain focus on, all oh, right, okay. Well, actually, how much do I need in each area? Because sometimes they might think, oh, this is covered under contents, when actually it's building. So I suppose that's really good for people to know when they're looking at valuing their belongings. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. So there's um, there's some things in here that may surprise you, and it's something to take into account when working out how much contents cover you actually need. Let's kick things off with the first one. So, um, do you think wood slash laminate flooring will be under buildings or contents? Simon,
1: you go.
2: I'm going to go, as it's non-structural, I'm going to go contents.
1: Okay, we've got one contents. How about you, Caroline? I go on the basis that if you don't take it with you when you move house, that it's buildings. So, I'm going to go buildings.
0: It is actually buildings. Yes! get out of it. (laughs) (laughs) And um, next we've got fitted carpets. Do we think buildings or contents it would come under?
1: I'm going to stick with my thought process that you do not lift a carpet when you move house. So I'm going to go buildings again for carpets. Okay.
2: Well, yeah. I I really want to agree with Caroline, but as we're married, I don't think I should. (laughs) So I'm going to go with contents.
0: Okay. I didn't think it was going to be this hard. <laughs> and fitted carpets is actually under contents. You are kidding! No. Why
1: is it fitted?
0: <laughs> what is it? A giant rug?
1: Exactly. What so about the gripper rods? <laughs> are you just going to leave them there? <laughs> now, what about underlay? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> do people honestly take carpets with them when they move not not
0: necessarily but I guess in the in the deeds you know when you do move house they often sort of say you know carpets and curtains are included for example because it, so laminate is buildings yep. but carpet is contents yeah exactly and that's something just to take into account when you're formulating how much your contents are worth for the purposes of this so you know if you've got 12 grand worth of carpets in your home then you need to increase your contents cover by 12 grand
1: I think there's going to be a lot of people listening to this who are immediately going to be revaluing their content exactly
0: (laughs) exactly and i just uh, want to put a quick disclaimer that all of the information that i've got today is from two separate insurers and they both gave me the exact same answers but it may differ for your provider so if you're unsure then definitely do contact your provider to uh, clarify because obviously i can't promise that um you know this is the same for every single one okay next one integrated kitchen appliances so um actually you know within the the kitchen
1: so integrated as in an oven that is all integrated in the kitchen all beautifully exactly yeah buildings content that one is buildings. (laughs) yes and how
0: about standalone kitchen appliances so for example a fridge that is not connected
1: to the kitchen contents
2: contents if that one is contents yeah, yeah. Yes. That,
1: that was an easy one i'm just thinking <laughs> immediately simon when we move house that range master and that fridge is coming with us
0: okay,
1: okay. <laughs> yeah I, I, I love my oven
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: i'm definitely making room for that exactly
2: she'll <laughs> so take the oven but not me
1: yeah I'll oh, accident simon's buildings he's actually yeah. under the laminate flooring <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay next we have solar panels that are fixed to the roof
1: okay Ooh. solar panels are a tricky area because not you don't always own them yourself sometimes mm. you actually lease them but providing you own them so you've paid for them and yeah. so I'm gonna go buildings
2: I ain't so sure because
1: I think the contract can be taken over by your buyer
2: because some are retrofitted after aren't they and then now some of them are actually built into the roof. Okay.
1: so let's
0: do it under the circumstances where um, you've bought them, that you own them outright and they are just they've just
1: been fitted to your roof. So they're
2: retrofitted to your roof Mm. after. I'll let you go first, Caroline. Go on.
1: They can't be content, surely. I'm just going to stick with buildings. Okay, we've got buildings.
2: As they're retrofitted, you can take them away. I'm going to say content.
1: They are actually buildings. Oh, <laughs> come on. And you, solar panels are quite expensive. So mm. when you are thinking about how much buildings insurance you need, you're going to need a, pr- a lot of extra buildings insurance. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. So it's just something to bear in mind. And the last one. Oh, wait, it's all going. Yeah, the last one. Uh, external TV aerial. So like a satellite dish on top of your house. Buildings.
2: Buildings. You wouldn't
1: never. You'd never take a satellite dish with you.
2: To get on the scoreboard, I'm actually going to agree with Caroline because I don't feel I've got one right yet.
1: I know. I think you did. did you I? got carpets right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I did, you did. Did Yeah,
0: that one is actually contents. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I rang two different insurance providers, and they said that that a TV area would be counted as contents under their um, policy. But of course. Make sure with your own provider if you if you need to make a claim or if that's something that you want you know to
1: specifically know about. But um, yeah, I was really surprised about that one. That has surprised me, and I've been um, advising on house insurance for quite some time, mm. so that's a real lesson learned for me. Yep. So yeah, uh, thanks, Lucy. It's a good job you're our house insurance expert. <sighs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: So um, and speaking of uh, home insurance, of course, um, the most likely claim for buildings insurance is actually storm damage. So um, a lot of people sort of think, oh, nothing will happen to my home, you know, but um, storm damage is the most common claim for buildings and for contents is actually accidental damage. So um, and it's often mishaps with uh, laptops, mobile phones, that sort of thing. We're all very clumsy, aren't we? Yeah, are. <laughs> As a race, we are very clumsy. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, what percentage of people do you think don't have accidental damage on their home insurance?
1: Personally, I have found an awful lot of customers who have provided me with their schedule Mm -hmm. of insurance Mm. and it has not been included. So I think it's probably huge And I think as well, when you're looking for house insurance quotes, you're constantly thinking about price and you're like, oh, you know, let's get it cheaper, cheaper, cheaper. So a lot of people remove the accidental damage because it reduces the price. And because accidental damage is the biggest claim area, Mm. that is what you're more likely to claim on. So stripping that off and you're going to lose that ability to claim. Exactly. So I'm going to go with 50%. Okay. How about you, Simon?
2: I'm going higher.
1: I, w- I wanted to go I higher. I want to go
2: higher. For the reasons what you just said, Caroline. Because um, it's cheaper, people don't know what they've got. They don't. I'm going to go s-
0: 85%. So this might actually surprise you. It's actually 40% occlude, um, according to the... Um, source that uh, that I found and of course all of that details will be um, at the end of the podcast there but um, yeah 40% of homes don't have it Um, which I actually was quite surprised by as well because I thought it would have been a lot higher Uh, But it just goes to show, though, 40% of people, you know, the mishaps are the most common thing that you're going to claim on for your contents. So it's really important to make sure that is covered. And, um, you know, with home insurance as well, something to be really careful about is under insurance. So um, the sum assured is the amount that you need your belongings to be insured for, your home and your contents. So if you've got £50,000 worth of contents, including your fitted carpets, Caroline. (laughs) (laughs) I'm um, never going to hear the end of this <laughs> <laughs> then you will need £50,000 worth uh, a sum assured for your all your belongings um, just to ensure that you're fully covered. So in the scenario that you only insure your £50,000 worth of belongings for 25000 then if you were to make a claim, then they would only pay out half of the claim. So let's say you know, there was a burglary and they took £10,000 worth of jewellery, then you would only get a payout of £5,000 because... You're, you're only insured record. for half the amount. Yeah. So that's something to be really careful with because people are like, oh, you know, oh, I've got about this amount. But when you actually think about it, it has to be as accurate as possible.
1: Yeah. And for buildings insurance, a total devastation claim. Yeah. So if, if your house got completely destroyed by lightning... Um, so massive storm and your entire property sets on fire, the whole thing's gone. When the insurance assessor comes out to the property to assess the damage and look at what everything was worth, that's when under-insurance can be an enormous issue because they could say, actually, you know, you know, your entire building is going to cost £200,000 to rebuild, but you only told us you needed 100000 Yeah, and that is when you could be left... Without a home. Yeah. So
0: you know, you 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 may be trying to get your insurance, you know, five or ten pounds cheaper per month or per year or, or or whatever it might be, and you could actually suffer a much greater financial loss by not adequately insuring your home and your belongings so that's just something to be really mindful of that you need to be fully covered Um, so
1: also when you're assessing how much cover you need certainly for contents most insurers offer new for old cover which means that when you damage something or if something gets stolen they provide you with a brand new version of what has been damaged or lost so when people are looking around their house and thinking, oh God, I don't need anywhere near £50,000 worth of cover. I've only got an old telly worth 100 quid, and a, that sofa I could get down the charity shop for 100 quid." That isn't how it works. If your sofa, to buy a brand new three-seater leather sofa, if that's going to be 600 quid, that will be added into your insurance claim at £600. Same as your brand new telly. If your telly doesn't exist anymore and they'd have to get you and you know a new led flat screen whatever then that also could be 600 quid so you've gone from oh it's only worth 200 quid to actually being worth 1200 so again with new for old and not all companies the majority do it but not all of them do new for old but again you need to make sure if your insurance company has new for old cover then again you need to make sure you're using the new price to buy one brand new
0: Yeah, that's a really, really good point. And um, um, often with new for old, that comes on the better quality products. So um, speaking of the the quality of the home insurance, it's important to check the de facto rating. So um, every policy is de facto rated. And um, it basically means that uh, de facto is an independent service that compares financial products. So it's also, um, you know, uh, car insurance, for example, as well as home insurance and travel insurance, that sort of thing. Um, and um, the, they study the financial market and um, compare the features and the benefits of the policies and give it a star-based rating. And obviously, five stars the best, one star is the worst. Um, and we found that on comparison sites, the uh, star rate, the star rating is um, you know maybe two or three star, whereas a five star rated policy is much better quality and you're much more likely to have a successful claim. So that's just something to be very wary of because uh, if you're gonna to get a cheap policy, then you just need to be aware of what's not covered and the risks of it as well.
1: That's brilliant, Lucy. Thank you. So what top tips would you give to our listeners? So top tips, when they're shopping around for house insurance, what should people be looking out for? Yeah, the top tips that I would have is um,
0: check the quality of the cover. Five star factor rate is what we recommend. Uh, check the price as well. You don't want to be paying um, far too much for 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 the cover, you can get reasonable cover that's also high quality. Um, something to watch out for as well is just that if you've got personal possessions over a certain amount or if you want them covered outside of the home, that this needs to be specifically added on to your policy. What, so, uh, what are personal possessions, Lucy? So just to explain that for our listeners. So. Yes, yep. So uh, p- personal possession is um, anything that um, you would take away from the home. So this can be your uh, your mobile phone, it can be uh, rings, can be jewellery, um, anything that's um, of a of a value that you would want to be insured as you're taking it
1: away from the home. So just to clarify, if someone has those items and they do not have personal possessions added to their policy those items aren't going to be insured the moment they leave their property. Exactly, exactly. So that's a really big top tip, guys. Make sure that if you have items of value that you take out and about, if you've got three kids and all three of them have got iPads, we need to make sure those personal possessions are added on. Otherwise, if they get lost, broken, stolen, they're not covered. Would that also
2: cover sporting equipment, bikes, golf clubs? Because they're all expense.
1: Some policies... Yeah. Uh, Some policies for bicycles, particularly those who are really into cycling, they can have really expensive bikes. So some policies you have to add the bike insurance separately. So they'll say, right, what's the frame number? What's the full description? And then that will be covered on its own special part of the policy. Not all companies do it that way, um, but that's how our um, insurers uh, look after bicycles. Yeah,
0: it is. Yeah, exactly. So, like i said, they're specifically added onto the policy just to make sure you're covered. So, basically, um home insurance—it's it, one of them things where you've got to be really vigilant and make sure that everything that you want to be covered away from the home, or if it's of a certain value inside the home as well, then we need to disclaim
1: it separately on the policy to make sure you're covered. Exactly, and you get what you pay for, exactly. as with all everything in life so if you want to have the cover there to claim on when you need it you need to make sure that you are honest about everything you've got honest about how what the value of your items is i mean some people have massive collections of trainers massive collections of lego pokemon cards pokemon Pokemon cards and these are all collections and it will ask you when you are filling in one of these forms online and it says oh tell us about any collections you have most people think oh stamps works of art mm. but what they really mean is masses of of individual items that create a collection that could be worth quite a lot of value so again it's it's making sure that you are honest about what you've got and because the insurance company don't know you when you are filling in your quote form online it they don't know you they can't see inside your house so you unless you tell the insurer they are not going to know what you need and what you don't need. Whereas if you do come to a brokerage like ourselves, we give advice. So we help you thought provoke and think about what you've got and and try and raise those alarm bells so there is definitely definitely value in getting advice for home insurance and Lucy is our in-house expert Um, if you do need any assistance with any house insurance then you can drop drop Lucy a line yeah just just a note for the listeners that if you're sort of listening to this
0: thinking oh my gosh I don't have anything covered that I thought I did then um, please you know do feel free to
1: get in touch and we'd be happy to help I mean, it makes me laugh because, you know, everybody has to have car insurance. If you drive a car on the road, you absolutely must be insured. And everybody, their car is the least value of their entire life. So if you're a homeowner... You, people put so much money into their car insurance because, oh, my car, my pride and joy. Your home should be your pride and joy. Your contents are your pride and joy. Everyone goes fully comp and they want this cover and that cover and they want to make sure that they've got... A courtesy car if something goes wrong, and then they go online to the house insurance and get the cheapest thing they could possibly get. It it, just—it's honestly crazy. Your home is the most valuable, and um, that is why it's so important to have as much uh, thought process as you do in your car. You know, oh, how valuable is my car? And you go online and do all this research. Nobody does that for house insurance. No, Um, and contents cover isn't. Mandatory. So, if you're a homeowner with a mortgage, the only compulsory cover you absolutely must have for a mortgage now is buildings insurance. Yeah, and there is a quality that is required by the mortgage lender. So they will set out that your cover must have this and that, and the excess for subsidence can't be any more than a thousand pounds, and all of this. So, but they don't say. We recommend you have a five star de facto rated product. And we don't recommend you cover your contents, which is, again, quite a likely claim. So I think definitely in the UK, we do need to make sure that we are having the same level of thought in our house insurance as we do when we're reviewing our car insurance. Mm. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's that's a great point because, um, like like you say, and people think it will never happen. I'm never going to need to claim. I'm never going to, you know, lose my valuables. Or we're not going to ever get burgled, but it could happen, and you
1: need to be prepared for if it does happen. Absolutely, and you, I am sure everybody that pays for house insurance. The key thing is, is that when they need it, so when they're ringing their insurance company because they've got a broken window and their house has been broken into, they want to make sure that that insurance company are straight in. You know, they're, they're like the fourth emergency services. Sorry, AA. Uh, <laughs> but they're the ones who swoop in and and help somebody. And I think that's why it's, so, it's such an important subject. So thanks, Lucy. It's been really insightful. And um, I, I've learned a lot Brilliant! <laughs>
2: yes, thank you very much. I'm
1: glad I could um, uh,
0: yes uh, p- provide some uh, highlighted bits of information as well. That's, that's, brilliant, that's brilliant, Lucy. Thank you so much. Yes, thanks everyone. Thank you.
1: One Roof Financial LLP is an appointed representative of Primus Mortgage Network, a trading name of First Complete Limited, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. We usually charge a fee for mortgage advice. The amount of the fee will depend upon your circumstances and will be discussed and agreed with you at the earliest opportunity.